living for those people who love it. So when there was a very bad idea of a power plant being built in virgin forest, the Hawaiians gathered to invoke Pele and said, we offer ourselves to you, Pele, volcano goddess, that we may do your will and help to prevent this unsacred act. So every time the army engineers laid the foundation for this power plant, Pele, the volcano goddess, blew it up. And so the scientists, of course, said this should not happen statistically. Let's do it again. So they'd build this thing, and then Pele would blow it up. And apparently three times they said, we'll go somewhere else. So again, the model also is um, this idea of the alliance in South Africa, where I met with uh, Sangomas, traditional medicine people. It's the social action, but also wedded to the spirit forces. We know the Haitian Revolution started at a Voodoo meeting. Um, it's this sense of, again, tapping into what wants to happen and drawing upon forces of support larger than ourselves. There are many examples. It's one of those things that once we begin to be open to it, we see it everywhere. Newspaper story in Puerto Rico uh, mentioned a, a woman. Puerto Rico has very, very deep ocean waters around it. And it is said in tradition that Yemaya, the ocean goddess, lives where it is deepest in the sea. So it is her stronghold. And the currents are very tricky. And a vacationing family uh, from the Dominican Republic lost their son. He was swept out to sea and the body was not recoverable. And so the woman who was a devotee of Yamaya, in her great grief, there were search parties and they gave up. And she said, one more time. And so they humored her and they took the boat out and she said, stop here. And she sang her song to Yamaya and said, you are a mother, I am a mother. I know you cannot bring my son back to life, but give me back his body. The researchers, as reported in the newspaper, were amazed as the body surfaced from the depths at that moment. Now, these are not simple mysteries, nor simply joyful. You know, the son was not alive. But again, it says there are real forces of kinship that are great mysteries. And mystery is healthy for us to be you know, engaged in those things which we don't fully grapple with or define or contain, but which we can offer ourselves to as incarnational vessels, each one of us being able to give a unique expression. Because we are at this crucial time in world history, which Jungians call a kairos moment or a fulcrum moment in history, which means that everything that everyone does matters enormously. Innumerable lives of communities and species hang in the balance, as we all know. The crucial model that we'll be invoking really is that we vote for reality with our imaginations. And we want to use dark likelihoods not to make us passive, but as incentives to dream up something much larger. We know that the I Ching reminds us perpetually, but it seems to be increasingly fierce and says, the task is great. It is nothing short of leading the world from disharmony and back to order. And we'd also say we're not working with a fixed future model. You know, the future is not fixed, but it's not broken either. Um, so we do vote for reality with our imaginations. And we'd also say this language wants to invite us to entertain possibilities. One of which is that each one of us, we are undercover agents, you know, each with a mission. Uh, the nature of this world and this life means we might fall asleep to it. But the subversive nature of this powerful language is that whatever we speak to, we wake it up. So first also, we'd say the forces of greed are lumbering slowly and steadily towards the abyss and carrying the net of creation with them. So it is incumbent upon us, the imaginative, to pull out our literal and uh, invisible scissors and snip that net away from the forces of greed so that they can hurdle themselves into the abyss to be transformed in some later Buddhist universe. But meanwhile, the net of creation will be safe. 
So we'd say the forces of greed are lumbering and large and stupid, and the forces of imaginative quickening alive in all of us now, and which we intend to make more alive on out into the world, are sleeker and sprightlier and faster. So again, it is this Kairos moment. This language, uh, what I call visionary activist astrology, would define the task of being human as to discern the pattern of evolutionary intelligence, meaning the most lively possibilities available at any moment, and to offer oneself to that, to align with that. So it's really saying, whatever the most lively possibilities are, let me line up with that. The Mayan word for human means one who owes. It's a little grim, but it's still that sense of contributing a gift. And most of us know that the word therapy in its original meaning means healing, but if you go back one layer, the word therapy means to serve the gods. It's always this reciprocal, gift-giving, pulsing intimacy with creation, which we want to bring back. There are several visionary activist principles that are created from my own years of serious whimsy that will suffuse...